good people who have traveled from villages near and far. Lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, evening news team. You are now listening to another edition of the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. I am your host, Mike Lucas. And joining me today are my esteemed guests and co-hosts on the show, Brent Fruget. I was really hoping you wouldn't make it back in time. He ran away and came back just before he had to do the introduction. Yes, I had to get my Starburst Crazy Beans. <laughs> that's a that's a plug. We should get some money now. Yes. You will find... Uh, I'm going to leave if you do this. I, I am just encouraging you guys to do this with me. No. Nope. Why? Because it's fun. No, that may that make for a bad episode. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> also, my other guest on the show, Shane Chronican. Uh, how's it going? It's a small. All right. Should I should I stop? I, I would suggest you should go back and stop last episode. <laughs> go back in time. Wait a minute. Stop. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a great show for you guys. We're gonna get into. Yeah. Movies. Whoa. Well, a movie, uh, like, but I mean, I told you, we have about 10 minutes to fill. Well, you're we, a producer. What we we doing? didn't do a top five. We didn't. We if, didn't. okay, guys. Let's do one. Top of the moment, spur of the head. Actually, what do you, you know got? what? I, top I, five Jillian Hall movies. <laughs> Zodiac is probably on there, actually. Probably. I did think of that top five, but I thought of that on. on it wouldn't have given us enough time to do it. Okay. Oh. How about this? Just spur of the moment. So we have done a lot of also, Jillian Hall movies in a row. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, and if if we pick our uh, listener request brothers, we'll do another one. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do okay. We have a review of Zodiac coming up later in the episode, but right now, spur of the moment, top five. If you were a casting director, director of a film, what haves you? You have a role for a cop, a, cop. a dirty cop, a dirty cop. Yeah, and. He's trying to solve a murder that he actually committed. What? So it's okay. like Dexter. <clears throat> yeah, sure. But he's not a cop. Isn't he like he's a, a crime scene. or something? I don't know. I've never saw the show. He's I in just law know enforcement. That. Yeah, that's but he's not a cop. Was. Okay. So a cop that's a killer that's trying to solve his own crime. Who do you go to first? Well, what age range? 25 to 50. Uh, B actor Ben Foster. I think he would actually be able to pull that off really well. Um, hmm. Ethan Hawke is a really versatile actor. I think he could pull that off. A little too old. A little too old. Is he above 50? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I figured he'd be in his 40s. I think he's like 55. Ah, uh, let's check it because I'm thinking I, that counts and I really Yay! like that selection. He likes it. Um, I don't know. What else you got, Brent? What you got? I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god! You're well, the worst I mean, at this. okay, you're the worst at I, this. I am. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, like just people who could pull it off. There's people who could, like Hall could pull it off, but I don't know if I would necessarily cast him in that movie. 
just because. Oh, you are lucky. He is forty-eight. Yeah, I told you. In. There's two. Suck a D. Suck a D. Well, okay, so Jill and Hall. I don't know. What you got, Mike? Yeah. Idris Elba. He would be good. He would be good. I think he'd play that really well. Uh, uh, what's his name? Could. What's his name? What's his name? Could. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Could. Yep. Um, yeah. I agree with that. Well, are you talking about Ryan Gosling? Nope. Dude, because he. <laughs> I'll teach you behind the New York. That would be that would be horrible. Ryan Gosling is trash. I did it. Um, I'm talking about so well, you know the guy from the guy. Uh, what I can't think. Of. Michael what? Fassbender. God dang, I cannot think of his name. He could pull it off. Oh. Mm. What about James James McAvoy? That's what I was just gonna say. What about yeah. you said Magneto? What about Professor yeah, X? Yeah, they could pull it off. He said Magneto. What about Professor? Patrick Stewart, they can fuck Patrick young, Stewart could young, do it. Yeah. <laughs> he's a little on the young side, though. You yeah, said 25. He's, I think he's 23. Also, who the hell's Army Hammer? He's the guy that's in the stuff. Can he do? Can he do this? Is he a good actor? <sighs> not really. He's okay. not a bad actor. He just does. He's you know just boring little. Boring, boring. He's boring. So, so what if this is an action film? Action? Because I, I mean, Ben Foster might be able to play it. I don't think Joan Hall could do action film. No. Um. Action. I don't know. He was pretty great in Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> String like, of the Persia films. Like how actiony though? Like explosions everywhere. Action. Like Die Hard or. Mm, I'd say Die Hard's a good reference point. Not Transformers level, but or like, Bad like Boys realistic level. Down to earth. Bad action. Boys. Uh, I still go with Ethan Hawke. Then yeah, I, I can think do Ethan action. Hawk I think he's he's my top pick in this one. I'll be honest. He's a really good right, actor. Hell, you bring up bad boys, maybe even Will Smith. Yeah. Or Tool. or Martin Lawrence. Or Martin Lawrence, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I'm not believing this. I'm not believing this. Okay, now his starring aside, like his co-star in this film is a female. Okay. Emily Blunt. Is it like a <laughs> love no, interest? Yeah, what, what is her role? Internal affairs investigating the murder, and she thinks he did it. Bad or good guy, and he's the bad guy. Okay. Female cop, FBI agent, in fact, killed someone with her bare hands once. Mm. And fought a bear. Gina Carano. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she I did mean, that in real life, so I think I don't know who that is. You don't know who Gina. She Carano was is? a MMA fighter, and then she started getting into acting. Yeah, she was in Fast Five. She was in Deadpool. Oh, she was the yeah, and she yeah, was okay. Uh, yeah, I know who Gina Carano is. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah. but uh, guys, look, it's Gina Carano. Internal affairs, female. Uh, honestly, I, I said Emily Blunt yeah, right away, joke. but she could do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but she's left-handed. Uh, oh, Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. he is a lefty. Mm-hmm. I did know that, and they got that wrong in uh, Looper. Uh, because what's his name didn't use his left hand. Pretty sure. Your Justin Gordon Levitt. Gordon Levitt. Pretty sure. I think there's a scene where they're pointing guns at each other, and the guns are in the. Opposite hands, but not the point. Maybe his character was ambidextrous. Yeah, he wasn't that? literally playing. Bruce Speaking Willis. of ambidextrous, <laughs> Zodiac. Yeah. Um, let's just get right into it, y'all. Yeah. All right, Zodiac from 2007. It is a thriller crime drama film. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yes. It's rated R, two hours, 37 minutes long. Question mark. In the late... That's a, that's a question. 
In the late 1960s, early 1970s, a San Francisco cartoonist becomes an amateur detective obsessed with tracking down the Zodiac Killer, an unidentified individual who terrorizes Northern California with a killing spree. Directed by David Fincher, written by James Vanderbilt, and the book by Robert Graysmith. Um, sorry, to, this just popped in my head. What's up? Going back to your fake movie that'll never happen with the female internal affairs. Uh, he thought of somebody. If she can be a little older, Frances McDormand. No. All no. right. Well, <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. Shane's leaner. doing research on this. He's yeah. looking people I'm up a, right now. Yeah. There's an action film. Well, I didn't know she was in on the action. You just said she was investigating him. Yeah. I mean, there gonna, like there's going to be a sick ass shootout yeah, I was at say, some they point. They get a shootout at the end, you know, and. Like, Fine. either that's where he either gets away or that's where he Rachel gets Rachel McAdams, then, final answer. What'd you say? Rachel really? McAdams, final Rachel answer. McAdams. Yeah, you ever seen uh, True Detective Season 2? No. no. All right, well, that's <laughs> your fault. You drank your pop that expired in 2017. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Old pop drinker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got him. Uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr., Couple of other names that you might. Those are the big recognize. That's the big three. It was yeah. it was nice to see Iron Man and the Hulk in a movie that wasn't the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it, talk about foreshadowing, you know. Downey Jr. is is one of those guys. While I think he's perfect as Iron Man, it's it's also kind of disappointing because he could do. He's such a he, great he is actor, a good actor, and he could do so much more with his career than. And uh, he nails it as Iron Man. There's just not too much depth in those movies. There's no, there's no character for him to explore, really. Yeah. And uh, what else has he done? Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's kind of obscure. You might not recognize yeah. him. Uh, when he does, like, The Judge, that movie, The Judge, he was so good in that. that one, in but... this one, he's so he can act. He is so, so good. But Iron Man has just taken him away from... from a lot of opportunities. I'm yeah, sure. well, I I don't. I think maybe there's not too much more of Iron Man that's going to be around though. I, that's I'm, <laughs> hopefully so, and not because I don't like Iron Man. I love Downey Jr. as Iron Man, but I just love I love watching Robert Downey Jr. in other stuff. He's so so good. I this what year did Zodiac come out? I think like 2007. 2007. Yes. So yes. I I can't remember. Was that before or after the first Iron Man? Iron Man was 06, so I think it was after. Okay, so I think if I think one thing is uh, Robert Downey Jr. kind of feels like maybe he owes his res- his career. Oh, he to Iron Man absolutely because he does. does. He, he, was, he does. He was big, but he got in so much trouble, and nobody really wanted to take a chance on him. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even if this movie came out before Iron Man, which I'm not sure he. No, I'm, I'm had a sure big Iron role, but it 06. wasn't big role. Like he, Iron Man was 08. Okay, so even that, like he's still in this movie, even though he was like one of the main people, he still took a backseat to Mark Ruffalo and um, Gyllenhaal because he was kind of like the third big guy in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, when did Downey Jr. go through his little? Well, it was in the nineties. Nineties, he yeah. got arrested a bunch, and then like I would probably say early two thousands. People really didn't want to take a chance on yeah. him. I mean, if you look at his filmography, early to mid nineties, even he, he was still a, a big name. Yeah, he was uh, in U.S. Marshals. I remember that. That was 
not good. I like that movie, though. <laughs> That's a guilty pleasure. The Fugitives, the same movie and ten times better. Yeah, but this one has Wesley Snipes in it. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it That's true. Who does the Fugitive have? Harrison Ford. Not Wesley Snipes. Harrison Ford. Not Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Greater than Wesley Snipes. Uh, okay, so this obscure actor Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. is in it. Uh, the film gets 90% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, giving it a 7.7 from the critics. 77% of the audience like it, liked it, giving it a 7 out of 10. The critics' consensus, a quiet, dialogue-driven thriller that delivers the scene-after-scene of gun-wrenching anxiety. David Fincher also spends more time illustrating nuances of his characters and recreating the mood of the 70s than he does on gory murder Speaking details. Of brilliance, David Fincher is one of my favorites that he is good really uh, he look at his filmography i mean he is really really good and even, this is probably still his best movie even movies like you think this is his best movie yes easily uh, not i shouldn't say easily I was like, seven it, well eh, a whatever. lot of people I, I think this is best movie yeah, a lot of people would probably say his best movies fight club he did fight club, yeah, right? fight club is junk. but i i don't overrated like i like fight club but i do think it is overrated but like I would probably say most people would say that's his best movie. Yeah. Or uh um Gone Girl's a good one. Oh, this is much better than that. You think? Uh, yes. Yes, in but, in uh, pretty much every way. Uh, the curious case of Benjamin Button. He also did Panic Room. <laughs> yep. He's a good director. I didn't director. say he didn't do any other good movies. I said no, I I'm think saying, most people would probably say Fight Club is his best. I, movie. I honestly don't like Panic Room. I think Fight Club is his, is his probably his most popular movie. Sure. I think if you're asking best movie, uh, people would say this. I think I think so. I I like the craft of David Fincher's. <laughs> I like the, his craft essentially is what I'm trying to say in a really roundabout way. Mm-hmm. But right. <laughs> I kind of hate the fact that he uses CGI everywhere. I don't. I don't know if you noticed some of the shots in here in Zodiac, but there was unnecessary CGI. I, I did read that um, when they did like a close up of Hall's hands, he felt like he didn't have enough hair on his hands, so he CGI'd hair onto his hands. Yeah, which dude, everywhere in in kind of dumb. In there, there have been like behind the scenes footage of the girl with the dragon tattoo released with uh, Daniel Craig in the bathtub, and he's got blood all over him. All of the blood is CGI. And it's like, yeah, I don't understand what. Well, that. I mean, it, and it's easier because you can do more and more takes. Yes, it w- yeah, you know, and a- and you, there's a lot of less resetting of the yeah. the scene and everything. I understand it. I just don't like it. No, I'm with you there. I, I like there was real a, is is always better than CGI. Sure, and and, and, and real it's sometimes it's just not <laughs> it's not a viable option. Right. But in in the case of blood, it's <laughs> or hairy hands. Yeah, uh, it's that's whatever. But you know, uh, and it's there's just I I I like David Fincher. I just don't like David. Fincher. There was he, they were walking down the street in this film, and the backdrop was clearly CGI. It was like the backdrop of skyline San Francisco, and it's like why? Yeah, just well, I mean, because it had to be. 70s San Francisco not I understand not this, man but like I don't understand man well well um also about this film uh-huh. I looked up a bunch of details 
very, very, very accurate. Yeah, yeah. I he, read that he Fincher wanted is, to be is, accurate with is it. Is one of those directors that's down to every last detail. He wants it to be perfect, which is probably why the the CGI hair on the hands. Right. He, he he wants it to look a certain way. He wants the details to be precise, and so he's worried about every little tiny thing. Yeah. Um. They. I even read that he. Uh, didn't show murder scenes where there was no witnesses or survivors because he wanted it to be that accurate. They basically just talked about those ones. They didn't show like the first murder they showed on in the movie was actually the second or third killing that the Zodiac did, but that guy survived. So that's the one that they started with in the movie. Well, and the guy, when he was getting hogtied though, he survived that one as well. Yeah, and that was right there, were, there were two survivors. Yeah, that's why those are really the only two they showed that in the taxi driver, but there was witnesses in right. the house that saw that one. So he only showed the ones that had witnesses or survivors so that they could kind of walk through so mm-hmm. they actually knew what happened and, and not and just I think guessing. That's that's part of what makes this movie so so great and what sets it apart from other crime serial killer type of movies is that this was it it hardly was about the Zodiac Killer. The Zodiac Killer was hardly featured, and that's well, and probably because nobody knows who that is. Right. And, and also because the movie is about is, but... about paranoia and obsession more than it is absolutely about the killer. Right. Yeah. It, and because that was the Zodiac Killer is so famous because of how it made the people of San how he made the the people of San Francisco feel during that time. I mean. It, it, Nobody knew who he was. It could have been anybody at any time could have been the victim. And so th- it was so brilliant to focus on that the, in, instead of making like a grisly by the number serial killer movie. Absolutely. Uh, One of the other things I read is he did try to keep it as accurate as possible. But like one of the big things that was like just made for the movie is uh, Jillian Hall's character and Robert Downey Jr.'s character in the movie? They're like you know friends and they hang out. Like they never really did that. They really? weren't friends in real life or anything like that. It said so. Interesting. I guess they just had to do that to help build up. Drama sure, and and, I, and I think it definitely helped the film. Um, but as far as like Jillian Hall's character becoming so obsessed that he, a uh, spoiler alert. Pause for a little bit so they can turn off the episode. <laughs> Uh, spoiler alert! You know he, his relationship with his wife deteriorates over time. That actually happened, and yeah. everything. And yeah, I have uh, uh, the book. I, I actually rewatched this. I've seen this movie probably like four times, and the last time I saw it before watching it for this was last year sometime. Uh, and I went and found the book and, and got the book by Jillian Hall's character. I haven't yet read it. I haven't gotten to yeah that by Robert Graysmith. Yes. Uh, I'm really, really interested to read it though, because this this is one of my favorite movies ever. I mean, if especially really? yeah, it's 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 nearly flawless. I mean, it's it's such a great movie. I mean, it's the stars, the actors, all fantastic. It the has directing. flaws. Name one. It's long. Name two. It is it's a little long. Name four. Slow. Like and, and, and long no. and slow are not flaws. It, it is. It, no. It, no. 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 It can be, but I don't know if that necessarily hurt this movie. It it does a very good job. It does a very good job with pacing and and in in the length of it. But it was a little like it was probably 10, 15, 20 minutes too long at the end because like I don't 
give a damn that he like I don't know like even Mark Ruffalo's character is like dude give it a rest and I'm like dude give it a rest yeah but that's, that's what the he obsession did part of and it, I understand that but they he I don't know it just it was like we get it just cut the black fin mm, I didn't mind the there were some scenes that that they could have cut some stuff but but again I don't I don't know I don't mind. When it's done right, when when the scenes have a point, when the conversations have a point, when, oh, when sure. everything is done for a reason, which it is, uh, I'm a fan of make the movie you want to make. Don't set. I want to make this movie. Our goal is an hour and a half. No, make make the movie you want to make, and its runtime is its runtime. Don't don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just Don't cut corners to try and fit this time frame. Don't don't cut scenes that that add to the movie to make it shorter and more accessible make the movie you want to make totally yeah and, and i think like originally this movie was even longer and then they did like a bunch oh of i'm cuts sure yeah it, but i think we're having some technical difficulties yeah here. Look, our headphones are popping in and out so that's it is what it is at this point uh we haven't really gotten into acting or anything we just kind of talked about the story surrounding well the three main people are all Great actors, and I mean yes. they name one: Gyllenhaal, Ruffalo, Robert. Downey what else Jr. has Ruffalo done aside from the Hulk? Because I really he's don't. He's actually know. done a, a lot of good, a lot of uh, smaller indie type of sing along films, yeah, and sing along films. Um, I'm trying to think of the one. I can't think of what it's called. You guys talk. I'll I'll, I'll talk about it when I find it. Well, like, uh, I, I, do you especially think especially at this point, I don't think. Ruffalo wasn't as known. I don't even because I can't, I can't remember where this was at in Gyllenhaal's career either. Like what he did before this, but like the name that I a lot of people try to bring in with this was Robert Downey Jr. Even though he was more on the decline of his career at that point. Sure. And like this, I think this is one of the movies that actually helped him come back up. You know what I mean? Because like it wasn't too long after this he did Iron Man, but. Like I don't, I don't know where Gyllenhaal was at his career in this point. I don't know if he had done big movies yet. I can't, like, off the top of my head, I can't think of. Good what old done. brains hurting. Um, Even though we should, because Ruffalo we've done it is, like four times. has been nominated three times for supporting role uh, academies, but he hasn't won. Uh, no. He, what a scrub. Spotlight he was sucks. a great movie. You seen Spotlight? He was great in that. Foxcatcher. Oh wait, hold on. Is Spotlight the one? About the uh, say something dumb. <laughs> He's thinking. No, I haven't. I just do. I really want to say it. <laughs> Probably not. I okay, mean, is it about the maintenance uh, worker who worked on the bat symbol? Yep, yep. There it is Spotlight. That's there it that's is. who Ruffalo was. That was the something Damn. dumb. I was. I was. That's funny. No, that's funny. Oh, okay. No. Jake Gyllenhaal was in Oakja. Yeah. Huh. He huh. played the uh, big elephant pig. Big elephant. Interesting. Pig. He didn't play I that. did not know that. <laughs> Have you seen the pig. movie? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, that would explain why you don't know he's in it then. Uh, uh, coming off of Zodiac, or right before he had done Brokeback, oh, so Day like After he, Tomorrow. He so he was starting, probably yeah. Brokeback kind of started to establish him as a serious So actor. he probably actually was the big name and for this movie. Jarhead, then. yeah. Uh, actually... This this is probably the the beginning of the Jaconnaissance, you know. Well, because Brothers comes after it, Love and Other Drugs, which I believe is well, like coming off Brokeback, coming off Brokeback Mountain, he was definitely the name for this movie then, because that was a big movie. Like, yeah, people really 
liked that movie. Mm-hmm. And I I think that these these actors were perfect for this in that they were they were known actors, but they weren't they weren't at least at the time you know big enough stars to where where they couldn't. The all three of these actors can still play characters and can still fit into characters without someone saying, you know, "Like Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise can't he plays Tom Cruise? He can't play characters." All of these people can can and did play their parts. They didn't try and do too much with anything. For sure, they just played their characters because they realized that that this movie wasn't about Damn. you know one specific. Yeah, it was it was about this time frame and this 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 killer and and about the themes instead of just like th- this actor outstaging everybody. If you do watch this movie though, uh Robert Downey Jr.'s character, I can't think of his name off the top of my Paul head. Paul Paul Avery. Paul Avery. Paul Avery Walker. Yeah, Paul Avery Walker. But it, some of the stuff he does in this movie is kind of like a prequel to Tony Stark. Oh, I'm sure. A little especially when he's at the top of his game in this movie, uh, the character I mean, because there's a point where he kind of yeah. degrades and, but when he's cocky and arrogant, yeah. And Robert Downey Jr. can play that type of character in his sleep. I mean, he's so good at that. He's done it because his whole he's career. Cocky, arrogant. <laughs> because he, yeah, he's just that's what he is. He's just a, a fast talker. He's a that's what he is. So he he was perfect for this role. Absolutely, like but said, good enough actor to give the character more than just that caricature. Oh yeah, type especially of character. like later when, like yeah. you said, he's on his downslide and he's what does he live in like a trailer or something or whatever it was. I don't remember. Yeah, it is not good looking place. <laughs> not a good looking place. Uh, but speaking of that scene in particular, I love the use of light in this film because uh, there was Donnie Jr. was sitting in like half shadow. And like, cause he had blinds open and some, and it was just extremely bright. And then it did a reverse shot, and Gyllenhaal was a like perfectly lit. But then they had to reverse, and it's like that's awesome. He that did a lot of, I don't know if it was natural lighting, but it looked very natural. Right, it, right. That's all what the I'm nighttime saying. scenes, all the and the, like to not correct that that yeah. takes balls and guts, and that's yeah. awesome. Well, like with the scenes, with any of the scenes with the Zodiac, like. Before, excuse me, <coughs> sorry. Before they even have a suspect, <coughs> mm-hmm. one second, I'm done. Yeah. Do you want some of my expired soda? <laughs> no, pop? I think I'm good. But no, like, like when he's in the car with that woman and he says, you know, he's gonna kill her or whatever. They do a good job of showing her face and then basically just showing what they know about the zodiac, like the glasses and his mouth. Like mm-hmm. they're not actually mm-hmm. showing his face. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said that they had like three different people play the Zodiac in this movie, so it would keep you guessing on like good who well who is the Zodiac. That's awesome because I mean <laughs> we still don't know who he was, but I they was, have a pretty good idea. Well, do they though? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it could be completely wrong, but the signs point to right. most probably it's it's uh, I don't remember the dude's name. Lee Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Yep. I think he like <laughs> died before they could even do anything with Well, him. no, he died in like 92. That's what I said they like died he died cuz they reopened the case. They actually just reopened the case like back in like 2000 like after this movie came out. They reopened this case. So they're probably looking into him even more, but they still haven't been like, yeah, it's definitely him. 
Yeah, but uh, he wore the same size shoe or something like that. He had the same size gloves. He was there was a lot of right. There was a lot of the killing stopped when he went to prison. The signs point to it was him. Yeah, but but that doesn't mean it was. It may not have been. Obviously, they're not one hundred percent sure, or else they would have. Well, and that's why. That's why the. I mean. A great move and the scene towards the end where Gyllenhaal had to confirm it to himself, it's it's still one of those things, it could be wrong, but at least it's one of those things where he just had to know and, and Yeah. And and I understand like its obsession and everything like that, but I, I think his obsession just it just it threw me off after two hours of it, man. It was too long. I, well, I, don't, I mean, it was an obsession that lasted years. Right. So. Well, I yeah. didn't want to deal and, with and, it for two hours. And this is a movie that spans how many years? You're not going to make an hour and a half movie that spans this and, and do it so well. It had to... Every every scene had a point. Every scene had a purpose. The dialogue had a... This, I think this movie was as sleek as it could possibly be if, to cover that amount of years and to do it at the pace that it was able to do it at, I, I think if you shorten it, you almost you're almost hurting the movie because you're gonna have to take something out that that would then take away from the movie. Well, well why why not just take out the murders altogether? You gotta you gotta show Be- some murders because that's what they know. Yeah, and that's yeah, like they're Brent, basically those are the- showing well, what why don't they we know. Just, they're showing you. Why would you take out John Hall's character? Who? Mm-hmm. John Hall's character. We don't need that, right? No. That's the whole point. No. <laughs> Mike, you're being dumb right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm being dumb like right now. You just like don't it. like long movies. I you do. never have. No, I do. You have pooped on every long movie we've Prisoners, ever reviewed. No, no, dude. I, I think anything over like two and a half hours. Like, I'm, honestly, it's... This was 2.38, wasn't Right, it? in the last like five minutes is really what got to me. I was like, wow, oh, come on. I swear to God. Well, that's just silly. I swear to God, man. It's like I have an internal clock that's like 2.30. No, nope. like you have ADHD and can't sit still for five more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's on you, not the movie. No, that's the movie's fault. That's on your attention span. It's Figure Jake that Jim out. Jake Hall not being a good actor. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Shots fired. Shot, a lot of shots fired. <laughs> so you don't like the length and the use of all the CGI. Would you say there's any other weaknesses in this movie? Um. Uh, th- this movie doesn't pass the Bechtel test, does it? Well, it's it it's a movie about happenings in the 70s where I'm sure females weren't very involved in law enforcement and detective work and high up in the media. I mean, it, it's it's a fact-based movie. You can't just change facts. Yes, you can. You can, they, but that's stupid. Why the hell have, would you? They do it all the time in yeah, films. Yeah, and it don't sucks. Even... It's, it's bad. I'm just saying, man, it happens. Don't don't act like you can't change Oh, you facts. can, but it makes it... Sh- well, You're well, going to make me cuss. We're just, it's, it's we're just s- going to call these alternative facts. Yeah, it's oh, stupid okay. as hell. Why would you? Well, you know what? The character was a man, and he's a, it's a real-life person. Let's make it a woman just for the hell of it. That's dumb as hell. I mean, that's not what I'm saying, but... Uh, <laughs> you're saying change the facts to make it more women. That's Isn't that exactly what you're saying? No, I mean, like, you can even have, like, a 30-second, like opener of to a new scene where it's like it's just two women talking about something and then Gyllenhaal walks past them and then the camera starts tracking Gyllenhaal. Well, then that's a pointless scene that adds nothing but it's putting women for the sake of pointless women. pointless 10 seconds. 
So yes. would it have made you happier if they I'm focused not saying it's more a, I was just making conversation. Wife a little bit too. No, like how she's no. dealing with him hell being no. upset. That's not what this movie's about. I know. I'm, but I'm, that's what you're making it. There, seem there's like. no Guys. natural way to put more females in this. There's the, movies can can be held to that test if if there are if there are viable ways to I'm just to making conversation. Don't attack me on I'm this. Not attacking there, me. There's just, no way they. You, know. you can't just. It's fact based. There were no. There were no women it, that were directly involved in this. So why make that? Why make it that way? Why do, why do movies do it all the time? I don't know, man. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I don't know because of PC bullcrap. It, it it's it's bad when they do that. It'd be like Saving Private Ryan. All of a sudden, here's this female next to Tom Hanks. Like, why? That's stupid as hell. It's like the people that got mad at the Dern. The what, what the hell is that movie called? Uh, Nolan, <laughs> Nolan's War movie. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yeah. Yeah. People got mad about that because they're like, oh, it's a bunch of white men. It's like, well, it's well, World War II, yeah. and it was Europe. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. yeah. So. That's kind of how that went. <laughs> I think that the, they were mad more so about how all of them look like models. No, they were mad because they were all white. I think it was a little deeper than that, but okay. Not the point in this film. Uh, I really liked in this one how they had, at some points, like the detective speaking, and then it would cut between Gyllenhaal and uh, Downey Jr., and it would like they would finish each other's sentences, and it was like how both sides of these groups are putting together the pieces and like forming plans of actions. I don't know if you guys like that or not. I I did like, and that was one of the the great things is that this was uh, the Zodiac more than than really any case. It, it, the media was was directly involved, so the use of of media in the movie made sense and it was necessary i mean they were directly involved in helping to find this this well if you want to say that they did find him but but in 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 the investigation all i mean they were he was sending them letters they were part of it and so yeah i i, I did enjoy that too brent yeah wow, that's bothering me yeah dude i don't know what's going on but yeah like like he was saying like they needed to do all that with the media and the police. And, like, when they cut back with those scenes, it was pretty cool because you see that they're basically coming to the same conclusions because they have all the same information. And, like, Downey Jr. was kind of like an investigative investigative reporter. Crime so, reporter, investigative reporter, so absolutely. So, like, he was able to kind of pin all that together. And, yeah, I don't know. And then, like, how the first cipher was cracked with somebody who was just reading the newspaper so i mean mm-hmm. like yes yeah, cool to show all that and i love how uh uh john hall's character explains it when they're getting drunk off of blue velvets or what is he called i think they were blue velvets or right whatever. the the know. drink in zodiac uh or yeah. john hall's drinking but how he explains it and this he breaks it down and well you know that he's going to use the word kill and the the double consonant of the two L's is the most common in the English language, and you see these, them appear here yeah. and here and here. And it's a four-letter word, so you can assume that that is kill. And it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, the, and the I love how it happened. And the way they presented real facts, I mean, I'm, uh, the way they presented but but make the facts and the, the history of, of the Zodiac Killer 
part of the story and part of, of conversations that feel natural and flow natural without feeling I mean, it, it's got yeah. It, oh, it, hey, did you hear about what the Zodiac did now? <laughs> right, yeah. It, the the way that they they the dialogue was formed to to be informative yet still the keep up the pace of the movie. I I don't think they could have done it any better than what and and so many characters that were involved, like you said, talking with each other, discovering things together, and making it all flow. That had to be incredibly difficult. Who who wrote this movie, by the way, dude? Uh, it was the well, was a book, yeah, by oh, Robert Grace. Right, yeah, I I know James that. James Vanderbilt. I don't oh know who that is. boy! Oh, oh boy! What has he done? Oh boy! Oh, uh oh. Let's see. He wrote the screenplay for Zodiac. <clears throat> oh, the right. Rundown. Wow. The Amazing Spider-Man. Ah. Okay. White House Down. Ooh. God dang. The Amazing Spider-Man Two. And a personal favorite on our show, Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, my this guy's good. God. He, how did he do this? <laughs> I guess book. he had a book he to go off book. of. <laughs> but still, God dang. I mean, that's he's done, terrible. He's done others, um, but yeah, those are those are the ones that. That is. Horrible. Has he done anything good? <laughs> Zodiac. I mean, besides this, or did he just like kind of strike gold? The Losers, and... Solace. The Losers was all right. That was just an Truth. action movie, though. Yeah, Solace and... was bad too. If that's the one I'm thinking of, Colin Farrell and and uh, is that that one? He's also a producer on Slender Man, mm. and he's the EP, the executive producer on Suspiria, oh, the new one. Oh boy. No, I thought you were talking about the old one. Well, I guess he could have been around for a while. Yeah. I don't know how old he is. So who knows? Wow. Um, well, lightning in the bottle. <laughs> I guess. Give this guy a book and he can. I know, guess, man. That's that's impressive. That's, yeah. That's amazing, actually. That that's what that he has done all of this. Well, and I think that that more so says stuff about Fincher. I I think so. Yeah. Because even Vanderbilt was a producer on Zodiac, so. I think I think it says more and more about Fincher as a director and getting his vision out there than it does as any screenplay he's given. Yeah. Um. Anything else you guys want to say about the film? Are we, are we ready to rate it? Are Are there Are there? I I've I've said my bad things. The the I've said my bad things. <laughs> the things I did not like about this film. What about you guys? I don't. It's I don't. A perfect film. It's flawless. Well, no, it's not perfect it's not flawed but there's i don't know if there's anything really necessarily wrong with this movie but and it's in an entertaining movie and i like it but i don't know like it's not as entertaining as other movies you know i don't know how to explain it like i'm not gonna sit here and give it like a nine because even though i like the movie and it's good and there's not a lot wrong with it I'm not going to give it something like a 9 or a 10 because sure. I feel like that's too high. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and that's one thing if, if – and that's personal preference. If you don't like – it is slowed. I mean, I'm not saying Mike's wrong about that. It's long and it's slow. Some people will be bothered by that. Yeah, like if you don't like character-driven movies and slow movies like that, then, yeah, you'll probably hate yeah, this I movie. I mean, it's 90% dialogue. Movie. It's all about characters talking but to each other. to be fair, this dialogue is awesome. And yeah, these characters good. are uh, awesome. Yes, very, And like very Shane good. was saying, it's not forced feeling. It seems yeah. like it's real conversations that they're having, mm-hmm. not ba- like something they're reading off a script. Basically, the flaws come down to personal preference. If, if you don't 
if you don't like slow burning movies, if you don't like long movies or movies that are pretty much all dialogue, then this this will grow old on you probably pretty quickly because it's that's all it is. Yeah, it's it's a very methodical, character driven, dialogue driven movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you guys want to go ahead and rate it then? Yeah, Brent, sure, your I'll pick. Go last. You go right. last. Uh, Shane, go. You go first then. All right. Well, I don't have an issue with the runtime because it, it never feels slow. Um, I, I, the characters are are fantastic. The the I guess the one thing that that kind of bothered me is when Gyllenhaal's in that guy's basement. Um. There was a lot of like, the film guy that it that felt forced. Like th- that guy had to act all creepy and weird. Like why that scene felt off compared I guess to the rest if of them. Anything though, like if he goes off the book, that's how he felt at the time. So maybe he was exaggerating. Right, what I'm, was and happening. that could be. That could be. I I am. I don't know, but that that scene just felt off from the rest of them. It felt like it was more than the rest of the scenes. It felt like it was trying to make you feel a certain way. Instead of just showing things, uh, so that scene kind of bugs me. Other than that, this, like I said, this is this is one of my favorite crime movies ever. Um, it, there are very few flaws to me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight point seven five. That's a dumb score. <laughs> Everybody knows it's worth at least eight point seven six. Oh, well, that's true. Actually, um, I. I really enjoyed this film. I think the craft is awesome. Your characters are awesome. Your acting is very good. I don't think it's the best that all of these guys can do. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to knock them because I know what they're capable of. If is I don't know if you guys think that's a fair assessment or not. Well, I think that goes back to what I said though. That this is a this is a uh, what what do they call that with with a lot of actors in one oh. Ensemble. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. What? Good call, Brent. Ensemble. Oh, an ensemble. Uh, so, so it's not. I mean, these characters aren't. It's not like the movie dramas where they're gonna make all these dramatic scenes and like it's sure it's, it's real life and they're playing real characters and and I think that they all play their characters enough to make the movie work instead of just trying to act. They they make it feel natural. Sure. Yeah, nobody. I think we kind of mentioned it earlier, but nobody really tried to take the spotlight away from the other actors. Is that a joke? Because yes. Ruffalo plays yeah. the no. spotlight Gosh, mechanic. I, I don't like you. We should review that one. Steve picks that. Steve picks that. Uh. Also, I forgot what I was gonna say. You were about to rate <laughs> it. You were. Yeah. But oh, was... oh no, no, no! Okay. I have a question. All right. Okay. I have a question that I didn't didn't get answered. Who is what? the Zodiac Killer? Yes. What the hell is with the animal crackers? He just liked animal, animal crackers. This <laughs> dude's an animal. Animal. <laughs> I mean, like, he just liked that it, was man. just his character? There was, was no just rhyme a character or... quirk. I don't, I mean. But I, I wasn't sure if I missed it. Like, yeah, was... did they explain it at all? No, he's just. Dude likes animal crackers. And I love how he gets his new partner. Animal crackers. He gets his new partner. He's like, hey. Got any animal crackers, and the dude just like looks at him. Yeah, I like it. I like that. It, I, whoever came up with that, whether it was Ruffalo, was like, you know what? I got this brilliant idea. Well, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if it was like a real thing, and they very well could have like, yeah, been. He he loved animal crackers, yeah. and then Ruffalo's like, you know what? 
Dude's I'm dude's, rolling with this. Dude's sifting through crime scenes, right. munching on aminol crackers. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead. Maybe and, he quit smoking. Ah, uh, perhaps that yeah. that would actually explain it yeah, very well. Could be. I know people that have uh, that switch to carrots. Yeah. After after they quit smoking, Bugs so Bunny. animal crackers would uh, keep better in a car. This was the seventies. I don't think people quit smoking in the seventies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know. You weren't there, Brent. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Gosh, I, I'm really torn. I don't know how to how to how to rate this because I, I did like it and I I would watch this again, but I, I I think it's far from a perfect movie. And I uh you know what I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. I feel, I, I feel no, eight eight two five eight two five. I was looking at some of the other films that I've rated that high, and I think it's worse. Than prisoners, but I think it's better than some of the other ones I have done. That's nice. So one of these days we have to just go through and re-rate all that because we've yeah. gotten different on how we rate stuff from the beginning to now. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, eight, eight two five for me, Brent. What about you? Like I said, I did enjoy this movie. Um, there's not a whole lot wrong with it. Uh, I'll give it. I think I'm with Mike. I'll give it 8.25 aminal crackers. Good. Good. Solid. So that's the final score is 8.42. This or Unbreakable? Oh. Un... Man. Unbreakable. Yeah, but that's purely because I love Bruce. Yeah, I don't know. At the moment, I would say Unbreakable just because I (laughs) just watched the Zodiac. I thought you were just going to stop it. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) This or The Usual Suspects? This. This. Easily. This or Bridge of Spies? I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Bridge of Spies, so I don't know. This or Hacksaw Ridge? This is a better movie. Yeah, I would... I mean, they're, they're this, so different, though, but yeah. this is a better movie. This or Road to Perdition? Oh. At the moment, Road to Perdition, just because I just saw Yeah, this, I got to, so. I mean, I got to go with Road to Perdition. That this, is such Zodiac's, a great movie. Zodiac's a movie, like, it's a good movie, but I don't need to watch it a bunch of times. Like, once every couple years or so. Would sure. I, I love this movie, I, but, but still... Road to Perdition is so good. Last one, and this this is one that I based this my score off of. This or Prisoners? I'm going Prisoners. It's man. been a while I since I've prisoners. seen that movie, yeah. and I remember I liked it. I don't remember I don't what I gave it, but you uh, gave Prisoners eight two five. Did I? Huh. <laughs> and you gave uh, Zodiac eight two five. I did. Prisoners I did. is so so good. I. That's a toss-up, I guess. Yeah, yeah. All right. obviously, tie <laughs> for yeah. me. It's yeah. a toss-up. Uh, so yeah, that's that's our episode today. Eight point four two for Zodiac. Uh, we'll be back next week with a review of Who Framed Roger uh, Rabbit. Yep. Steve, yep. Steve two. picked. What did I just part say? Two. He picked? spotlight. Spot. Steve picked spotlight, and Aaron picked uh, Savage Dog starring Scott Atkins. Hmm. Neither, those aren't the actual choices. Neither so of those are true. Don't get ready for those. Yeah, ones. neither of those are well, true. You just let I mean, spotlight. You, might you just be let a, a lot of people down. I mean, guess I guess yeah. technically you just let a lot of people down. Choice, but I can guarantee you, Aaron is not going to pick Savage Dogs. I can <laughs> also guarantee with, uh, that. Scott he'll probably Atkins. pick Cold Mountain again. God. 
Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Is that how you say that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, check us out online, nothingbutrealreviews.com. That's the best way to get a hold of our show. Uh, request a movie. Every time you guys request a movie on our website, uh, we get it straight to our email, and I, I love seeing that. People requested a couple movies this past week, so that's awesome. Uh, also, we have a brand new poll up. What was the poll? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, it was it was gonna be Mad TV yeah. uh, Saturday Night Live. I'm I'm, I'm gonna put that up. Where, but it, you have to specify uh, because the argument was well, what was it? 90s on or something. Apparently was t- not here for this. No, it was yeah, the it was first episode, beginning of the episode on Monday. Uh. Um, and yeah, we have to specify because we're not taking into account like Saturday Night Live in its prime. Obviously, Mad right, TV like, is so not what, like, better than that. The last fifteen years, well, two thousand two and on. Uh, let's just say lifetime? during Mad TV's run. When when was that? I mean, that was those years. Which was better? I don't All know. Right. So we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll put the we'll put the the thing up. Because uh, some yeah, of that is going to be right in the middle of like Chris Farley and Adam Sandler. I think I, I think it was after that. It was, I think it was way after that. But it could be actually at the, the tail end of theirs. I don't know. We'll have to see. But yeah, uh, the, our poll's up on the website at this point. Uh, so definitely go check that out. That'll be a fun little thing to do. Nightcrawler was the poll. <laughs> <laughs> last Nightcrawler week. won the last. Yeah, yeah. I I told. I told them uh, we're gonna. Mike's gonna put up this Mad TV Saturday Night Live, and it's gonna have one option. Which is better, Mad TV or Saturday Night Live? And Mad TV is the only option. Uh, Mike's yeah. putting up one option no. polls apparently. Make a Nightcrawler <laughs> yeah, the one great. option yeah. on that one too. <laughs> Which one's better, Mad TV or Saturday Night Live? Uh, I'll, I'm gonna Night put Nightcrawler as an option. That, that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, check out our website, nothingbutrealreviews.com, uh, or send us an email at podcast at nothingbutrealreviews.com. Also, check us out on Facebook. You and Twitter. You you know those. So uh someone on the show. Tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do? Good night. And good luck. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Remember to like us on Twitter and Facebook, and subscribe and rate on iTunes. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.